LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies, episode 16. On these episodes, you'll be seeing Shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and someone say that I do have a certain set of skills. <laughs> not sure what those are, nor am I a quote-unquote yelper like the majority of the residents of South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so sit back and enjoy. Our first stop is Tavern on Rush. This is an upscale contemporary American steakhouse offering an extensive menu of classic American fare, including only the finest USDA prime aged steaks and chops, fresh fish and seafood, and unique daily specials. For this, instead of going with the basic steak, which I should have at any steak place, which I commonly choose not to do, I went with the Tavern Chicken Caprizi. Uh, a couple of friends I was with actually knew our waiter pretty well, and that's actually something he recommended, so I definitely went with it. And a side salad with avocado dressing, very delectable, I absolutely love this chicken. So, but as a table, we actually decided to get a little teaser. So we got this seafood teaser special, which came out with an assortment of seafood for our appetizers. Absolutely fantastic, all raw, which was absolutely incredible. Um, and then turns out I went with the breaded chicken on the caprese was uh, pretty tasty. It was savory, full of flavor. Uh, to be honest, wasn't too hungry that night. So I just kind of chopped it up, moved some pieces around, and just ate a little bit of it. But the food I did have was absolutely delectable. The reason why I wasn't that hungry is because I saw the dessert menu beforehand. We ended up splitting a tiramisu and Korean cake amongst the four of us. Absolutely incredible. If you're looking for a great place to enjoy some steaks, seafood, or chicken downtown, definitely check out Tavern on Rush. Our next stop is Umami Burger. Umami means deliciousness. Beyond sweet, sour, salty, and bitter, the fifth taste of umami is rich and savory. A word coined by the Japanese, umami is a powerful force behind many of our food cravings. Umami-rich foods include soy sauce, miso paste, bonito flakes in Asian cuisine, and cured ham, cheese, tomatoes, ketchup, and mushrooms in Western cuisine. Back with a little bit of food science, we analyze ingredients and their favorite profiles to ultimately achieve their softer taste. Walking into Umami Burger, I've heard such amazing things about this place. As you guys know, I'm a huge burger fan, so there's no question about why I'd want to go to a place like this. They had this awesome special going on for a type of burger, but I'm like, hey, you know what? Sounds great. Just hit me with a classic. Went with the Umami Classic. 
The burger that I wanted to try was the Cindy's Casa Burger, but it was a little under the weather, so I decided to just go with the classic burger my first Apamami. Also got a side of sweet potato fries, and it was fantastic. The best part was about the Apamami Burger is that they come out with a little U burnt into the top of the bun. Makes it so much better. This was juicy piece of meat for sure. Got a medium well done, just absolutely incredible. Devoured that thing about 13 seconds. <laughs> The best part was the atmosphere. This place was pretty like lighthearted, easygoing, and they had a live acoustic guitar player playing to sit there and serenade us. So it was absolutely fantastic. Looking for a good burger in the Wicker Park area, definitely check out Umami Burger. Our next stop is Fado. F-A-D-O, pronounced F-apostrophe-D-O-E. I know this because I asked the waitress directly. <laughs> I said, is it Fado's or Fado? She goes, Fado. It gives me a weird look, but it is what it is. <laughs> Anyways, Fado is Gaelic for long ago, and commonly used to start a story similar to Once Upon a Time in Old English. They use it because they're telling the story of Ireland's rich and ever-evolving pop culture. In 1996, a small group of Irish entrepreneurs came to the U.S. and started Fido, with the goal of bringing the best Dublin pubs to the U.S. That goal stands firm today as they passionately bring Irish pubs into the 21st century. Well, what does that mean? It means they feature dozens of international and local beers. It means that while they are sought after outlet for televised sports, mostly soccer or football, you're just as likely to see delicious craft cocktails at the bar as pints of Guinness. And whiskey? Yeah, there's a lot of great whiskey there. It also means they employ a very proud group of lads that run from a scratch kitchen, providing diners with fantastic plates. Gone are the days of basic pub food. Instead, you'll get rich Irish standards coupled with a few dishes that are sure to surprise and delight. Blending passions, quality, and originally in one menu. I actually decided to meet a friend here for lunch uh, during the work week. So I popped in, sat, sat myself down, sat right by the door so that she would see me. About uh, 10 minutes after uh, kind of texting her, uh, I was like, hey, are you on your way? Uh, she's talking to me, like, what you want to order all morning? I was like, I assume she's just a couple minutes late. So I decided to order the uh, shepherd's pie first. She said that was the best thing on the menu you have to order for sure to get that. Which is like, are you waiting for a friend after 10 minutes? I said, yeah, but just put in her order. Uh, I know she's on her way, like no big deal. Give her a call, it doesn't pick up. Anyways, about 15 minutes after that goes by, food comes out, which I actually got the moho chicken boxy, which is like traditional to like rural of Ireland. It's kind of like a burrito style, which is absolutely fantastic. Still doesn't pick up my phone call, still doesn't show up. Turns out she never showed up. So now I'm like the idiot sitting there looking like a moron with two meals in front of me but by myself. <laughs> absolutely incredible. So I ended up having lunch and dinner. The reheated shepherd's pie was absolutely incredible. Definitely jam-packed with food for sure. A lot to take on, but classic Irish fare. And the moho chicken box tea, it was kind of like burrito style, but Irish, and it was absolutely incredible. I definitely see why Fado has such amazing food and everyone raves on this place. I'll definitely be going back there for sure. Our next stop is Sunda. Sunda New Asian is an award-winning restaurant on the vanguard American New Asian movement showcasing Eastern Asian and Southeastern Asian regional cuisine. Simple, flavorful dishes are served and shared with a full sushi bar fried assortment of sushi, sashimi, and nigiri options. 
The beverage program resolves around a progressive list of premium sakes, Asian beers, champagnes, wine, and seasonal craft cocktail list. Went there with a group of friends uh, before going to the Ali Wong show. She's a comedian, probably called her on Netflix. It was absolutely fantastic. Wanted to go somewhere that kind of set the tone for an Asian comedian. <laughs> so I checked out the Sundown place since I work right across the street from my day job. Um, show up and of course a high-end place like this uh, the waitress is going to try to upsell you on something right she comes over tells us the specials tells us to drink specials we're kind of like not paying attention right so I order I point on the menu and say I'll have one of these a tiger beer she goes oh okay a tiger right uh, the tiger beer is actually from Singapore it looked really good it looked fantastic wanted to give it a try brings out this cocktail that's yellow and has like three jalapeno slices in it. Turns out she brought me the grass tiger cocktail, which was one of the specials. So when she heard tiger, she thought I wanted that. $16 cocktail down the drain. Probably not think about 14 seconds. <laughs> Tasty, spicy, but whatever. Finally got my tiger beer and that was so much better to have with our food. So I ended up getting the spicy crack and roll and the baked snow crab hand roll. The hand roll is a little bit different than your natural sushi roll. This is two massive brio size rolls. They could barely fit in my mouth. There's just two huge chunks about the size of your fingers kind of cupped together. Incredible, fun thing to eat for sure, but a little messy, dropped a little bit. Sunda, if you're looking for some sushi in River North, definitely check this place out for sure. Next is Izakaya Mita. This restaurant is in Bucktown with a unique Japanese-American take on the traditional Japanese quote-unquote pub concept. Small plates, ramen, and grilled fare in simple space with a bar pouring sake, shochu, and cocktails. This is like the epitome of tapas style, which is like share plates. Walked in there, it's about a few blocks from where I live. Sat down on a Sunday night, talked to the, the bartender, and he goes, would you guys like to do a sake flight? I'm like, oh, sure, great. So it's uh, two flights of sake and three, two flights of three sakes, bartender's choice. This turned into a mess immediately. <laughs> Ton of fun for sure. We actually went with the Wakatabe and Kakarishi, or the Demon Slayer, the Chrysanthemum Meadow, the Cherry Blossom, the First Gate, the Dreamy Clouds, and the Drunken Snapper. All these little sake shots, all before getting any food. And let me tell you, it was quite a treat. <laughs> he just kept pouring them, we just kept taking them. Absolutely fantastic. Each sake would taste a little bit differently, and he poured it in an order that was actually appeasing to the palate as you kind of went through them each. So for small plates, tapas style, we decided to split the octopus balls, the marinated pork belly, the yaki ramen, and the Japanese pickles, and the Kyoki Atami, which happens to be the best mushrooms in the world. The owner actually came out to talk to us about the Kyoki Atami and how great they were. I'm a huge mushroom fan, but once I had these, I absolutely agree with her. They are the best mushrooms I've ever had. This place is absolutely incredible. It's definitely gonna be a place my regular stops since it's right around the corner from me here in Bucktown. Izakaya Mia. Up next is a place called Brunch. 
American brunch spot serving breakfast, soups, salads, sandwiches, and cocktails in a loft-like setting. We went here for my dad's birthday, so it was me, my brother, my mom, my dad. Fantastic little brunch spot to stop into. I'm a huge brunch fan, so wasn't going to be any issue here. Um, I decided to go with the Chai Town Skillet, which happens to be one of their signature dishes, which includes, which includes house sausage, bacon, cheddar, roasted tomato, caramelized onion, fresh jalapenos, and golden brunch potatoes. What's interesting is my dad ordered the morning combo. But what actually came out was the morning record. This happened to be a skillet also. This guy hates spicy and I've never seen him order a skillet in my life. So when the food came out, the look on his face was priceless. <laughs> my mom starts laughing immediately once she kind of sees what comes out. She's like, why'd you order that? And he goes, I didn't. I ordered something else. This turns into a shit show where they're arguing about not wanting to send it back. And then he finally complains after taking a bite out of it when the waitress asks how the food is. Then the manager comes over and then they bring over stuff that he wanted. <laughs> Uh, man, everyone around us was definitely enjoying that entertainment for sure. But the food was amazing. If you're looking for a great brunch spot downtown, definitely check out brunch. Up next is River Rose. Decided to go here with my parents after a nice fun day downtown Chicago for my dad's birthday. This is located on the Chicago River. It offers dramatic city and water views from every seat inside and out. James Beard award-winning chef Tony Montuano and executive chef John Hogan's menu of contemporary American tavern fare is satisfying and soul-warming. Meat, fish, and veggies are roasted and carved tableside. Inventive drinks are on draft and cold brew cocktails from two slow drip fusion towers are offered alongside a large selection of local and Midwestern beers, craft cocktails, and wines. With one of the best patios in the city, River Roast is a gathering place to connect with friends old and new. I walk by this every single day on my commute to work, so I've always kind of wondered what the kind of fare was in there, and I was so excited to actually go and check it out. The fun part is you actually kind of carve up all the food around you at your table yourself. It comes out like a full chicken, full piece of pork, full steak, whatever, full fish, and then you just serve it up yourselves at your own table. This is fantastic. I end up going with the White Rascal beer and pair that with a whole chicken, a rack of pork, and asparagus split between our entire family. This food was absolutely incredible. You serve yourself, but the way they prepared it was absolutely fantastic. Plus, my mom loves the view of the river. We let her sit right by the window, which is fantastic. Little perfect dinner to end the day with my family for my dad's birthday. If you're looking for a cute little romantic spot or time with family, definitely check out River Roast. Up next is Fonterra Grill. Chef Rick Bayless's always busy flagship where a creative Mexican fare is served in a festive space. I ended up meeting a friend here for a business lunch and decided to go with the northern style quesadillas. This is grilled flour tortillas with Samuel's artisan jack cheese and black beans and a little gem salad. I got this stuffed with duck carnitas. 
This was absolutely incredible. I thought it looked a little pricey, but once the food came out and took my first bite, it was totally worth it. I love Mexican food. Never had duck but Mexican food before. Mixing duck carnitas and quesadilla was absolutely incredible. It was just mouthwatering. The service was great. The atmosphere was fantastic. It was just a billion people running around. This is right by my work. Definitely a little lunch for me. Check it out in the future. Frontera Grill. Up next is the Smythe Restaurant. Smythe is inspired by the days gone by in terms of blacksmithing. They honor the blacksmith and his craft by creating cuisine that reflects the handcrafted, soulful trade of transforming raw materials into works of art. They draw seasonally from the bounty that Wisconsin and the Midwest have to offer. Smythe is an intelligent balance between the playful and the traditional. Enjoy soups, salads, teasers, and entrees, as well as plates for men for sharing. We actually decided to go here. This is up in Milwaukee in the Iron Horse Hotel in the 5th Ward. Uh, it's buffet only for breakfast, which is interesting. We had about a group of seven of us. With the buffet, you get three mimosas per order. So a few things that I want to get that kind of came with the buffet that you ordered directly from the kitchen that weren't actually out in the buffet were the tiramisu pancakes, which are mocha pancakes with espresso maple syrup and Kahlua mascarpone whipped cream. The Florida Street Taco, which is tempura batter bluegill, gochujang, coleslaw, and shrasha aioli inside a tortilla. Then the crab benedict, which is jumbo lump crab, paprika aioli, fine herbs, poached eggs, and hollandaise. And also biscuits and gravy, which is house-made buttermilk biscuits and black leather gravy. As a group of seven of us, we decided, hey, why don't we just order those four things off the menu, have those come out, we'll all go up and grab our plates, you know, it's buffet, you gotta fill up. What we didn't realize is each one was pretty much built for one person. <laughs> so we were staging like a little baby bite of like the pancakes, or like one person got like the taco. People started like nibbling after the crab benedicts. But uh, I actually ordered uh, the Florida Street tacos and crab benedict myself for my own personal uh, enjoyment, in addition to the full blown out amazing buffet. This was fantastic. And let me tell you, I did not only get three mimosas. <laughs> Waitress was not pleased by ordering my sixth. <laughs> fun time for sure. Uh, it was a great time with friends. Food was incredible. Highly recommended if you're looking for a fun little brunch buffet in the Milwaukee area, the Smythe Hotel. So for our last stop, it's not really a restaurant, but more of a food festival. I got pretty lucky a last minute invite to Cochon 555. This was created in 2008 in response to lack of education around heritage breed pigs. Cochon 555 is a nose to tail culinary tour dedicated to supporting family farmers and educating chefs and diners about the cultural importance of utilizing old world livestock. They work with every type of restaurant and bar imaginable. Mom and Pop, Farmer Table, Barbecue, Michelin Star, and their participating chefs all share one core value. They source products responsibly. Their epic 2017 culinary tour started in New York City and culminates its finale with Grand Cochon, right here in Chicago. 
Koshan 555 is a theater for innovative food and drink experiences. At any given event, over 100 plus cooks, chefs, restaurants, and bar owners, renowned sommeliers, and barkeeps can be found working in concert to create luxurious moments. Please explore their website and watch a video and enjoy all-inclusive tickings that directly support the good food movement. Chefs at Cochon 555 Chicago were Ricardo Jacquin of Travel Kitchen and Bar, John Mignon of Elisha Bar, Nathan Sears of The Wit Hotel, Tom Carlin of The Public and Quality Meats, and Pete Conan of Cherry Circle Room. These gentlemen made dishes for everyone in the event, which is about three to 400 people that I saw, with only using pig products. It was absolutely fantastic. They had a live butcher shop going up in front where you could watch people cut, chop up pigs. People were serving dishes all around. And there was a competition to see which chef prepared the best food of anyone there. Uh, best part was a friend of mine actually gave me a media pass. So I got to sneak in a little bit early with, with the media about an hour before everyone else did. It was fantastic. Exploring all these places was absolutely incredible. I definitely loved exploring it. So many good things, so many good drinks, so much good food, all pork products. If you have a chance, check out the Cochon 55 Grand Cochon here in Chicago. Definitely check it out. This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be one of the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. StakeHall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. It's soon to be coming into Android where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then the other doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StakeHall. You can put it up on social media, share it with your friends, get their pretty judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. (laughs) 